Hey guys, I'm Blake Barbera, and welcome back to That You May Know Him. On today's episode of 2 for 10, Jesus promises those faithful believers who are a part of the church at Thyatira a reward for overcoming, for conquering, for staying faithful to him in this life. I got to tell you something, that reward is extended to all of us who remain faithful to Jesus in this life. What is it that Jesus promises we will receive sometime in the future? Well, that's what's coming up today on 2 for 10. So let's get it going. What's up, guys? Once again, I'm your host, Blake Barbera, and welcome back to That You May Know Him, and particularly to our study on the book of Revelation. Guys, you're watching 2 for 10, a special edition of the That You May Know Him podcast that airs twice per week. In this series, we study the Bible one book at a time, one verse at a time. And today, we're going to be in Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 through 29. That's right. This is part 24 of our study on the book of Revelation. And today, we're actually covering four verses in one episode. But that's okay, because some of these verses are stuff that we've actually already covered, because Jesus sometimes repeats himself in this book. So look, if you have a Bible, grab it and turn to Revelation chapter 2. We are going to get through the end of chapter 2 today, and we're also going to get through the final words of Jesus' address to the church at Thyatira. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to leave Thyatira. I've been hanging out in Thyatira for a long time now. I'm ready to continue our journey around that ring road that went around the Roman province of Asia and head down to Sardis and visit the church there, which is where we'll be in next week's episode of 2 for 10. But for now, let's finish this up. Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 through 29 go like this. And remember, this is still Jesus speaking. And he says, To the one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my Father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That was Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 through 29. Guys, we've been through a lot with the church at Thyatira. We've watched them be commended by the Lord for their love, their faith, their service, their endurance through hardship. We've basically seen him describe them as the perfect church, except for one thing. They tolerate evil, and particularly they were tolerating an evil woman who was teaching among them and leading the people astray through her immoral and idolatrous teaching. We then saw Jesus command or or encourage those who were staying faithful to him in Thyatira to just keep holding on. Just hold fast, Jesus says. He says, I'm not going to give you any other burdens other than this. Hold on to your faith. Even though you're being tempted, even though you're going through hardship, hold fast and I will come and see you soon. In other words, I will come and deliver you soon. Now Jesus gives us a little glimpse, a little purview through his words to the church at Thyatira, to what is awaiting those of us 
who overcome in this life, who conquer, who stay faithful to Jesus throughout our lives. This word conquer that's used in verse 26, Jesus says to the one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end. It's used, I think this is the fourth time in Revelation chapter two that we see this word being used. It's gonna be used several more times in the next chapter and several more times after that in the book of Revelation. In Greek, it's the Greek word nikao. It actually looks like, if you transliterate it into English letters, Nike. Nike, right? Like the company Nike, their sort of slogan is, ha, conquer. I don't know what their slogan is now. Who knows? Who cares? But anyway, that's what the word means, to conquer or to overcome. And Jesus says to the one who conquers. What does conquering look like to Jesus in this case? And who keeps my works until the end. That's sort of like a qualifying statement. Jesus says to him, I will give authority over the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my father. What is Jesus saying? Here's what's waiting for you, Christian. As and if you stay faithful to Jesus throughout your life and you hold fast to him, one day when Jesus returns, whether it's while we're still living and we hear the trumpet or whether it's sometime far into the future after we've already physically died and our bodies are physically resurrected, sometime in the future, we who belong to Jesus will rule with him. That's what he's saying. We will rule the nations alongside him. And Jesus says, just as I have been given authority by my father, I will give the same thing to you, to those of you who stay faithful, who conquer, who overcome in this life. Do you remember how Jesus overcame in this life? It says that he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. In other words, Jesus proved his merit by staying obedient to God at all times and in all seasons. We're not going to live the perfect life. We're not going to attain perfection in this life. The Bible's pretty clear about that, but we stay faithful to him. We continue to put our best foot forward. We continue to do our best. We continue to invite the Holy Spirit to live and work through us so that we as we work out our salvation with fear and trembling, live holy, acceptable lives that are well-pleasing to God and that, that, that showcase to the world that we are committed, we're faithful, we are holding on to Jesus as he's holding on to us. Guys, what does it mean that he says, he will rule them with a rod of iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces? That's like a pretty descriptive analogy. Here's the type of authority that Jesus one day will exercise over the nations. What type of, what type of fight could a, could a piece of pottery, right? Like a, like a garden pot that you buy at Home Depot or Lowe's for like 10 bucks, literally a clay pot, piece of pottery. (laughs) What kind of fight or resistance could that put up against a rod of iron? Think of like a steel pipe or something like that, or a hammer. Does, does the pot have much chance of survival if the, if the hammer decides that it's going to shatter it in pieces? No, it doesn't. The hammer will always win against the clay pot. And Jesus says one day he will rule the nations sort of like that, the way a hammer rules over 
a clay pot. What does that mean exactly? Well, to put it another way, it means this. Jesus will rule with total and complete authority. Guys, this is actually, believe it or not, an echo back to the Old Testament. I've told you many times in this series on the book of Revelation that you can't get more than a verse or two anywhere in this book without encountering the Old Testament. It's either referenced, it's either it's quoted, uh, it's alluded to, it's everywhere. This book is full of scripture. Here's what Psalm 2 verses 8 and 9 say. This is more or less what's being quoted here by Jesus Christ himself when he talks about the way in which he, along with his faithful ones, will rule the nations one day. And I'll have you know, this psalm that I'm about to read, this quote from Psalm 2, was actually seen in first century Judaism as a messianic prophecy. This was seen as a prophecy about the way in which Messiah would one day rule over the nations. You ready? Psalm 2, verses 8 and 9 go like this. It says, Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Psalm 2, verses 8 and 9. There you go. Jesus, one day, is going to rule the nations completely. There will be no disobedience. There will be no rebellion. And guess what? If you stay faithful to him in this life, you will get to rule alongside with him. It's important that you realize that you need to stay faithful. You need to conquer. You need to overcome. That's what Jesus says to the one who conquers. Why does Jesus say that? Because Jesus is not going to have unreliable people ruling with him one day. He's going to have people that are very reliable and that have been made ultimately and completely reliable through sanctification and glorification, which is partly the process that we're going through right now, sanctification and glorification, the process that we will go through when we see him face to face one day. Last thing that Jesus says also, not only will he give us the ability to rule the nations alongside him, he also says, I will give him the morning star. What's this a reference to exactly? Well, guys, I'll be honest. There's some, there's some differences of opinion in New Testament scholarship as to how this verse should be interpreted. But I'll tell you what I feel pretty sure about this and what I think it means. I think that the morning star is a reference to Jesus Christ himself. It's a reference to the fact that that we will live in eternal fellowship with our Lord. It will never end. It will never be broken. It will never even be tempered. We will live in complete and total fellowship and oneness with not just the Son, but the Father and the Spirit also for all of time. As we learn to stay faithful to Him in this life, this will ultimately be the final end that we arrive at. This will be the place where we finally end up, our final destination. The final destination of the Christian life is this time when we get to enjoy eternal unbroken fellowship with our great God, with our great Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I think the morning star is talking about. Guys, this is an encouraging final word that Jesus gives to the church at Thyatira and to us also by extension. If we are faithful to him in this life, one day we will rule alongside him. We will be truly as he is. 
We will be at his right hand. We will be his his co-rulers over the nations, and we will enjoy eternal, unbroken fellowship alongside him. I think that is great, great, great motivation to do what Jesus said in the last passage that we studied on our last episode. When you're going through hardship, when you're going through difficulty, when you're going through temptation, hold on to Jesus. Hold fast. He's holding on to you. You also hold on to him. And one day, it will be well worth it. One day, you will enjoy eternal, unbroken fellowship with him. And you will work alongside him as he rules the nations in holiness and righteousness. My friends, that is all the time that we have for today. This has been 2 for 10, part 24. Today we looked at Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 through 29. And now we are finally on to chapter 3. And we'll begin in our next episode, Jesus' address to the church at Sardis. Until next time, I'm Blake Barbera signing off. Stay blessed. Live loved. May the Lord grant you strength to overcome in this life. Thank you so much for watching and listening. To that, you may know him.